Hello and welcome to the Unboxable podcast. My name is Elena Turley, I'm your host. I help mothers recover holistic health and build a soulful, regenerative lifestyle. This is a place for rediscovering yourself, finding meaning and nurturing body, mind and soul. Hello and welcome back. Very excited to return to this space where we connect and we talk about things that are relevant to parents looking for a more soulful parenting experience or a more regenerative lifestyle. Uh, very cool, 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 cool. So thanks for stopping by. So getting straight into it, the topic I'd love to discuss today is how we respond to people in our inner circle who are parenting differently to ourselves. What is something that we can do in that moment, even if it's not your inner circle, say you're at a cafe, you know those moments when I distinctly remember this happening, I was sitting in a cafe and there was a grandmother with a little baby and the baby, I mean literally baby, like months old, the hands of the baby were moving quite wildly and the baby's hand knocked the coffee over that was in front of her and she scolded the baby. She said, naughty boy, like this, and she was quite cross. Now, the baby was pre-verbal and um, personally I felt a little bit like, well, she could have held the baby a bit further away from her coffee if she didn't want that to happen. So the first thing my mind did was judge, right, was judge how I would have responded differently to that person in that moment and judge the person you know, and as I reflected upon it a little later, and I I just want to say, you know what, our mind does do that. That is what minds do, all right? They give us information based on a set of rules and regulations. That's what brains do, and they do that very well, and there is nothing wrong with that. I think what's really good is to contextualize it. You know, in that moment, I was a little bit shocked with the tone that this woman took with the baby looked like her grandchild sitting on her lap who was a tiny baby, you know, and I felt a bit sad. The baby immediately cried and I felt sensitivity towards the baby probably because I related more to the baby than the grandmother and, you know, felt judgment immediately, like that's different to me because that's what brains do and that's no problem, you know, we do that all the time. The key is, I guess, what you do next and I think obviously, you know, there's a lot of cliched stuff around mindfulness and it's cliched because we hear it all the time. It's also cliched because it's true. And what you can do in that moment, I suppose, or what I would do in that moment is I would really do the best I can to have a part of me that observes my own response and perhaps is able to bring some awareness in. This is the aware parenting piece. Good morning, gorgeous Sal. This is the aware parenting piece, which is to do with having that part of you that can become aware of your responses and I guess really having compassion for yourself and the other person in that moment. So later on reflecting, even moments after reflecting, I was able to think, well, you know, maybe that woman is having a tough day. Maybe she's not used to having a baby on her lap. Maybe she was annoyed with herself and it came out that way. I don't know. It's pure speculation. But there are many compassionate ways that I can look at that situation that take the burning edge out of it, that take that sting in the tail out of it and also keep my energy clear and keep my mindset clear. Because as soon as I go into 
the rabbit hole that is judgment and criticism of myself or another person, I immediately am shifting from being in a space that is conducive to gentleness and conducive to responsiveness and I move into a space that is more conducive to acting out on those stronger emotions. So it's totally good to have strong emotions, whether they be the in inverted commas negative or in inverted commas positive emotions. They are just emotions. They are just energy running through the body, signals that give us information. And yet they are compelling and they compel us to act. So take a beat is one really helpful thing. Find another way to express an emotion that could potentially encourage you to act in a way that you may regret or that may not be conducive to gentleness, awareness, compassion. The way you can do that is you can take up boxing. You can write angry letters and not send them. There's lots of ways to channel those stronger emotions. You can talk to a friend. You can write to me. (laughs) Tell me what you're feeling. Just ask for a witness. in in a trusted circle. And that allows you to move that energy so that it doesn't get stuck because we know that stuck energy in the body is the source of illness. That's a traditional Chinese medicine concept that is absolutely true in my experience, that when we hold on and we tense up and we hold these things in our body, mind and soul, then they can be a little toxic and they can become a neural pathway that we encourage. And I know that we have inner critics. I know that we have judgments. It's all right. We all have them. It's how we're made. Totally cool with me. They're normalized. They're they're part of who we are. They are the human experience. But what we do with them is up to us. I saw an amazing speaker last week, a lady named Marianne Williamson, remarkable woman, ran for president in the USA in recent years, just really inspiring to hear her speak. And one concept that really stayed with me after watching her speak was she talked about how we do a lot of inner child work. Now, there's a place for inner child work. I'm not poo-pooing it, okay? But I also feel like what she said was so cool where she said, you know what, we've done enough work on the inner child now. Let's start to channel our inner adult. Let's start to respond to things in an intuitive and in an intentional way with love. Let's choose our pathway. And I know that's not always possible if you're healing from bigger things like trauma or hurt or deep wounds. That is not so easy to do, but it's a great goal because what she was saying was let's not indulge to the point where we become inactive. She said this other thing that was so powerful where she said becoming cynical about something like climate change and saying, well, there's nothing we can do anyway. It's a pointless, useless battle is also a really good excuse for doing nothing. And I thought, oh my gosh, yes. And I know I've said something like that before, but she said it so articulately. It was just beautiful. Cynicism is a poor excuse for inaction. And I was like, yeah, that's right. She really got me fired up. She was given the tough love, but in a really compassionate and loving way. It was fantastic, really inspiring. So I would really encourage you to take those kinds of ideas into your inner circle. If you see somebody in your inner circle parenting in a way that challenges you, confronts you, is different to you, is an alternative to the way you would handle a situation, yes, that can be challenging. 
Yes, if it's someone you dearly love, if it's doing heavy damage, for sure find a way to speak to them, maybe not in the moment. You know, if you feel it's appropriate, maybe ask if they would like your thoughts. Make it consent-based. But even that aside, it is not your job to fix. It is only really your role to observe and respond. So if you're in that moment and you feel confronted, if you feel challenged, I would encourage you very much to reflect on what that behaviour is hitting inside you and perhaps understand and reflect on your own response to it and own it and process it and work through it so that you can come to that experience with love, so that you can come to that experience with compassion. And what I mean by that is say I'm sitting in the cafe again and that grandmother sitting next to me is my mother and she snaps at my children. I got to weigh up. Is it worth me intervening in that moment? Or can I potentially, if my children are slightly older, explain to them later on what I thought was going on, reflect on it with them, give them the chance to process and reflect and give them some context. Maybe the context is it's a generational difference. Maybe the context is that, you know, your mother, and I'm making this up, that maybe your parent has a different style of parenting. Maybe you can scaffold that for your children. Maybe you can just be there for them for whatever feelings came up for them. You know, and if it gets a little intense, you might want to take them out of the room. You might want to remove them from the situation. But the point is we're going to come up against a whole lot of things as a parent that we don't agree with and we got to make a decision in that moment. Do we draw a line? Do we create a boundary to keep ourselves and our children safe or do we contextualise and seeing it, seeing it as, a, as a teachable moment, as something we can help our children to face in their lives because you will surely face adversity and conflict and difference in your life. So do we take it as a moment where we can upskill them or do we just need to protect them? Is it emotionally unsafe? Is it emotionally unregulated behaviour? Do we need to take them away in a different in a different space or diffuse the moment somehow? So there's all of those choices but what we do want to do as much as possible is allow ourselves to be a container and hold a space for what is going on around us that is safe for everyone in it. And when I say that, that means we have to really clear ourselves out. We need to clear ourselves of our own concerns and issues that can make us reactive in the moment and can can cause us to, I guess, make it more difficult, cause deep judgments, hold grudges, um, you know, lose our compassionate sense for the people we love. So I think the the biggest thing I'd like to share today is just that, yes, those moments are hard and, yes, we will surely experience them. And the question we can ask ourselves is what can we do in that moment to have the deepest compassion for our own responses and for the responses of our loved ones in those situations? So with huge oodles of love today, that's me signing off until next time. And I look forward to hearing from you. Leave your questions in the podcast on Boxable Unstoppable Reviews. And now I'm just popping in with a postscript. I know this is unusual, but uh, I've had a lovely response to this concept 
from one of the members inside my community, the Soul Mama Academy. And she said, what if the lady sitting at the next table had just spent her last $4 on a coffee after minding her grandchild for free all week? And I thought, what a beautiful reframe. We just never know what's going on in a person's life, do we? So I hope this helps you go gently and tread lightly on the earth this week and take some kindness to yourself and others with you. Okay, I'll see you soon. Bye for now. If you have enjoyed this podcast that I produce and release for free, please like, share, subscribe and follow me on Instagram at Soul Mama Hub.